Good afternoon. It's Friday, October 7th. Wanted to get you the weekly update on the grains and cotton market. Uh, as far as macro headlines, boy, this week did not disappoint. Um, we'll start with the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, uh, calling for a preemptive nuclear strike on Russia. He's worried that now that they've taken back all this territory and that uh, Russia is regrouping, he's worried about a, a nuclear confrontation. Um, you know, Biden came in behind that yesterday saying that if there was uh, nuclear uh, weapons used in Ukraine, it could lead to what he called a nuclear Armageddon. And he called it in a speech the highest risk since the Bay of Pigs incident in 1962. So that got the market a little excited here on crude oil um, and nervous uh, on top of a very large reduction in production by OPEC. That is the cartel, that's the group of oil producers that got together uh, on, and decided to drop uh, production by 2 million barrels a day. Uh, you know, tightening of supplies. They, they believe the price of oil is way too low for the fundamentals. They need the money. Uh, so they are drawing down production and that most analysts believe that is going to lead to oil moving to 100 to $110 a barrel somewhere in that area. Um, so you, you got that major headline. Biden was, of course, very upset. He's pursuing all kinds of angles uh, on how to counteract that reduction, uh, including an extension of the SPR released through the election, uh, putting us in further danger of reducing our, our, our stockpiles, our inventories of crude oil. Um, so what we've got is, you know, again, we've talked for a while now about this geopolitical, um, you know, danger, and it's starting to, you know, heat up to another level here. Uh, we also got jobs numbers this morning that were very, very strong, surprisingly strong. So, you know, we're, we're at 3.5% unemployment, the lowest since the pandemic, pre-pandemic, and the lowest since 1969. So the irony here is that the Federal Reserve is, is raising rates, trying to cool the economy, and they can't. Uh, job growth continues, and as does wage growth. Now, wage growth is lagging the inflation, so you know the lower-end workers are still not able to compete. But um, you know, in a twist of, of irony here, the Federal Reserve came out and said they're really trying to get the unemployment rate up to four and a half percent. They're doing their best to raise rates to cripple this economy, to get the jobs number uh, down. Um, and because they, they feel like their only way to cure this inflation is to hurt demand. And so what they want to see is higher unemployment, if you can believe that. So their mandate, which we have talked about, is full employment and 2% inflation has now given way, and they are going to sacrifice full employment to get the inflation number down. The immediate reaction on the jobs number this morning was the stock market crashing because the market now believes that we're going to have a 75-point basis hike in interest rates in November um, and again uh, in December. And so you're going to see an incredibly strong interest rate here in the next two or three months. And the market believes that will be very negative for companies, negative for profit margins, 
it will maintain uh, a bullish dollar and and continue to put pressure on the global economy. Now, speaking of the global economy, where there was concern earlier in the week uh, of Credit Suisse and Deutsche Bank uh, defaulting, you know, going bankrupt. Their um, credit default swaps, their uh, CDSs that are an indication of their credit worthiness skyrocketed uh, on Friday and again earlier in the week, getting to critically high levels, indicating a possible crash of those two banks. Now, their governments came in and bailed them out. Uh, you also saw uh, somebody come in and buy the stock market very heavily, trying to keep this thing supported. So we talked briefly about this growing crescendo of global um, political entities, the the United Nations, the World Trade Organization, uh, other central banks are now feeling the heat of this incredibly strong dollar policy set forth by our Federal Reserve. And based on these jobs number this morning, that is not going to change. We are going to continue to see rate hikes. And so the fear and the panic at that upper level, uh, at the macro scene, is at, uh, is going to continue. And the Mississippi River in the United States continues to be at very low levels, slowing exports. There are some 2,700 barges backed up now on the Mississippi River. So the origin basis uh, levels uh, along the river are starting to collapse here on beans and corn. But the interior remains very, very strong. So there's not a wholesale demand problem uh, for corn and beans. It's just uh, because we can't move it on the river, any, any river terminals bids are going to fall and are continuing to fall. Uh, the weather in Brazil and is starting to dry out again. They were getting plentiful rains. But now there's some dry pockets showing up. Argentina remains very, very dry, critically dry, so much so that many analysts are starting to drop their wheat yield here pretty quickly. And then they will start planting here in the next month or two. And there are already concerns about their next corn and soybean crop. Uh, The USDA report comes out next week, Wednesday, where they will uh, incorporate the new ending stocks that uh, they reported on September 30th uh, and they will give us new yield estimates. They actually walk fields this time. They pull samples and the average trade guess is looking for a drop in the corn production number um, of about a half a bushel Uh, and then they're looking for no change in the soybean yield. So that's the average trade guess on the corn and beans. Uh, We will get that data on Wednesday afternoon uh, and then we will go back to trading, you know, our own fundamentals again, which uh, seasonally tend to get a little soft here in the middle of harvest. Uh, it's very, very dry in the United States. The drought continues to grow, but it's all leading to a very, very quick harvest. Uh, we also get CPI, the next inflation print from our government on Thursday. So Wednesday and Thursday will provide some pretty good volatility in the grain complex. But with crude oil headed back toward $100 a barrel, I believe it's going to be generally supportive of commodities as we move forward. So, um, you know, my view on the markets really has not changed here. Um, I'm forward. I'm looking forward. My mind is racing forward some five to six weeks out when we get past the election. 
that is providing a lot of interference in these markets will be past you know 50 60 percent harvested by then that's that's a normally a, cr- a critical harvest point at which markets tend to rally uh, we should see crude oil around a hundred dollars a barrel by then and then of course at that point we have no idea where you know what russia's stance will be on the ukraine war but i i suspect that that rhetoric will continue to heat up so, uh, you know, I'm not expecting the markets to do much over the next four to five weeks, but we get past that period, and, and that's when I think we see the real volatility in the grain markets going forward. And, you know, having a shot at filling these targets that we've been eyeing for quite a while, that 725, 730 area on corn, getting back to that 15, 1520 area on beans, still think all of those targets are within reach. Um, wheat had a very good week. We, we made three-month highs this week. So something's going on in the wheat market. Um, cotton continues to get decimated. It is fully encased in the recession trade. There's yarn inventories that have backed up quite a bit out of India and China. We need to chew through those inventories. And, you know, seasonally, this is kind of when we, we also tend to make our lows. But cotton is tremendously undervalued, way too cheap versus other grains. Um, it's just a function of, of time, in my opinion, when we get back to that dollar, dollar ten area in cotton. So I'm not worried about that at all, uh, unless there's some crazy action by the Fed that puts us into a recession that keeps us pinned down here. But I don't see that. I don't see the political will to put us in a recession before the end of the year. So no changes on any of our targets. I will put out a quick video this weekend that will kind of talk a little bit about the charts, some of the changes we've seen. Soybeans did get beat up a little bit this week, so we'll talk about that. Uh, and then we'll we'll kind of do some forecasting of the balance sheet coming out of the uh, USDA report uh, on Wednesday. But generally, uh, you know, the macro picture continues to be bullish, and, and along with crude oil, we got a huge shot in the arm this week with, with that OPEC uh, reduction in production is going to keep a bid under crude oil and subsequently, I believe, keep a bid under grains. All right, my friends, have a wonderful weekend. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS.